Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm, your destination for all things nerdy. Welcome to another episode of Multiple Nerdgasm. Welcome. This week you have myself, Luke, Dan, and Matt. Hi. Yet again, we a short one. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say about me? <laughs> Maybe we should do um, a thing where we, we say who we are, because I don't know if people recognize our voices yet i'm matt we are nearly a hundred episodes in i know and i know if no one knows who we are yet then i'm sure they don't care yeah, but have we ever actually said like since i mean we used to do it in the beginning but in the last 70 yeah, episodes Johnny Fuck <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> well if you don't know well, I... i'm matt so there you go i'm luke and i'm johnny Fuckpig. <laughs> that's johnny so there Fuckpig. you go all right so now that we've cleared that up how was everybody's yeah. week well, i was okay Okay. It feels like it was only four days ago I spoke to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's probably because you listened to the last episode recently or something. Ah, th- mm. yeah, that, that'd be it. Well, I had a pretty good week too, but I tell you who's not having a good week. Um, the attendees at a, uh, a furry convention. Um, uh, well, what was that? Uh, a furry convention. Do you know what a furry is, Luke? Um, if I remember correctly from my days when I used to go out a lot, mm. that would be people who dress up in... Furry outfits and have sex with each other. When you used to go out a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think you need to qualify that. When you used to go to furry parties. Yeah. I mean, we'll yeah. leave aside the fact that Matt's obviously been Googling furries this week. So yeah. just, well, we'll yeah. ignore that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just but you went out in this certain week. crowds where you used to be involved in the furry scene. Is that what you're doesn't telling everyone, us? Doesn't everyone go through that phase? Mm. Mm. No? Well, I mean, I know oh. what they are because I've spent. I'm sure time Dave on the went through that phase. I mean, I'd be surprised if he didn't. I know. I'm. I'm, I'm sad that he's not here. Well, this was the Midwest um, convention, so I'm assuming it was probably in like Portland somewhere, or, or yeah, somewhere around there. Um, Midwest is like not where you think it is, Matt. Actually, it's uh, not in the the middle, and it's not in the west. It's actually at the top. And it's actually towards the east. It's where you've got Chicago and all those kind of states. Why is it called Midwest? I don't know. And I've asked somebody from the Midwest why it's called the Midwest when I Googled it and found it. Look, Google it right now and you'll look at the highlighted area and you'll say that is neither in the middle nor at the west. Oh, it says Roseland. Is Roseland a city or something in... I think Roseland is the hotel, isn't it? That... <laughs> why then? There you go. Oh, like Ohio. Okay. It's not really the middle or the west. It's kind of hits the middle, and it's no. definitely not the west. It's the north, middle north, mid north. I can only assume that it was called the Midwest initially by people in New York. Right. Who were heading west into the middle. Right. You know what I mean? I see. And actually, I've searched for Midwest, and this news article is, is in the news there. So, yeah. what's happened is... Um, at first, I think this was reported as a gas leak, but um, there was there was an issue at the hotel where this convention was taking place, and it's since come to light that this was a malicious attack. They found hazardous materials, um, which uh, produced chlorine gas. Um, well, when you've got a rodent infestation, <laughs> you gas them out. That's what you do. I suppose so. No, well, somebody's literally, it seems, taken issue with the convention. I mean, and people on the internet do take issue with furries a lot like this is this is not a surprise that people are upset about it but i mean this is a pretty extreme step to take Um, why would you be upset about it i mean honestly like hating people because they dress up like animals and fuck each other is akin to homophobia 
and yeah. Yeah. racism, as far as I'm concerned. Like, who cares what they do? Like, I'm, you don't have to join them. Just don't, don't worry you, you about it. You don't? Oh, God. <laughs> no, well, you never learned that lesson, no, I mean, obviously, like, when you used to go if out. If furries were going around raping people, then yeah. Yeah, I'd have a problem with Well, yeah, if anybody like, was. Consensual adults <laughs> dressed as animals fucking each other. Who cares? I can't really say I've got a problem. Yeah, whatever. Get over it. If that's, that's what you like, more power to you. Someone's tried to murder them for it, so... Um, that seems pretty full on, and not just murder one or two of them, but gas a whole convention of them. Yeah, yeah, that's intense. At once, that's like in- that's a furry genocide. Yeah, yeah, intense. Yeah, intense. <laughs> I watched a great documentary on furries once, where they were saying how almost every new person to furbydom chooses a fox or a wolf. Or that kind of animal. Right? right. And they interviewed this guy who furries as a cockroach. And it's this disgusting costume that he wears. <laughs> it's like as disgusting as a, as a real cockroach is in real life. Right. And when they asked him why in the hell he would choose a cockroach out of every animal that he could possibly choose, he said, because there's so many fucking foxes and wolves and bears and everything out there. And I know I'm the only cockroach. Yeah. Okay. Because no one great else idea. He's gonna stand would there. ever want to be one. Yeah. That's why I smoke menthols. Nobody asks for one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy at my work who smokes menthols. He'd probably ask you. Well, I'll give him one. All right. <laughs> you guys can hang out. Yeah, well, so, um, yeah, they're not having a good week. I don't think they've caught anybody yet. Or um, I don't know if they have any suspects. But, yeah, it's pretty pretty scary. Um, 19 people were sent to hospital. Um. And yeah, no deaths, though. No, no, luckily no deaths. No, but I mean, geez, that's not a very good argument for the per- Like, you know, oh, well, I didn't kill anybody because like, he could have killed everybody. And not yeah. only that, he could have killed people who were Hotel staff and... Yeah. It's clearly some kind of crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. I and, I, and also, I think the argument that I hate fairies because they're crazy. Well, hmm. But is he doing this? Did the person do this Look, because they were furries, or was there well, something there he didn't like? I guess um, we're jumping to conclusions there as well. well. If yeah. we don't know who it is, who knows? Maybe yeah. You're right, Luke. Yeah. Maybe there's some kind of that is a that is a. But look, come on. Let we've all got that one weird sex thing that we like, right? Sure. Come on. Like everyone's right. like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Whatever it is you like, <laughs> that you're a little embarrassed that you like. That, that. somebody would want to gas you for. I'm talking about that right now, okay? Yeah. It's fine, man. You know what it's you do. Fine. You know. Yeah, we don't care what you do. No. And if your weird sex thing is that you like to dress up like a cuddly pink bunny and have a guy dressed up like a cum- cuddly orange fox, fuck you. Then who cares? Yeah, Luke, who cares? Just come, who just, cares, Luke? Just, just be honest. Just, Luke, just let it happen. Yeah. Let it happen. What, what about letting it happen now? Huh? Shh. Shh. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy, Luke? Who's a good boy? You'll get a treat like later. Like, like that. You'll get a treat. He's, he's getting a treat right now. <laughs> he, is a tr- he is a treat in that outfit. Yeah. Here comes Johnny Fuckpig. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Not Johnny Fuck Pig Dressed again. like an actual pig. <laughs> a pig's furry. Well, this pig is, I guess. A cockroach's furry. You know what? Is it? Do the cost? Do the animals mm-hmm. have to be furry? I mean, like that's it. Well, I'm telling you, they don't because I've seen a cockroach. But yeah, 
like you, I, I assume that goes against the spirit of it. Sure. You could, is it frowned upon to, if I turned up as like a turtle? Would that be a problem? <laughs> oh my god! I would give. I would give literally anything <laughs> to see Matt rock up to a furry sex party as a dressed turtle. as a turtle with a hard, impenetrable shell. Oh, shell! Right. <laughs> so that. <laughs> No, I just mean so that nobody could fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'd, well, yeah, I give, I don't receive. That's the total way. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think this whole line of questioning is making me nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys want to hear about the dude who punched through a Monet painting? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at a picture of him now, and he looks pretty pleased with himself. He does. A man just punched through a Monet mm. that's worth well over $10 million. Mm. Um, Andrew Shannon, his name was, uh, 49, ruined the Claude Monet masterpiece hanging in the National Gallery of Ireland by attacking it in front of stunned art lovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, a court finally brought him to justice for his crime, and... Um, Sent him to prison. Yep. Mr. Shannon told the police after his arrest that he committed the thoughtless act of vandalism. That's hyperbole. In an attempt to, quote, get back at the state. (laughs) However, while in court, he tried to play it off as an accident by reporting that he felt faint and fell into the painting. (laughs) (laughs) Matt will attest, if he's looking at a picture of this guy, that this... This guy looks like a fucking painting. I'm looking at a I'm looking at a CCTV still of him about to punch the painting, and he looks fine. He just looks like he's going to punch the painting. Five years in prison and not yeah. allowed in a, any gallery for 15 months after his release. That seems like a like a strangely short amount of time, though. Really? Yeah. Like, don't like should this be like a life ban? Just don't let yeah, him in the galleries. Punch through a Claude Monet painting. I give a year and a half of no galleries, and then I'm sure you've learned your lesson. Yep. Because he obviously loves art, and it's going to kill oh, him. Oh, loves it. Yeah. It's gonna loves kill. it. Yeah. But I want to know, does that mean they've got like a photo of him at the front of all art galleries now, just to make sure he doesn't walk in? <laughs> in the world. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and I've been, I've been banned for life from places far less prestigious than art galleries, <laughs> for far less than punching through a Claude Monet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they all talk, you know, they, at the meeting, the annual, you know, gallery... Um, what do they call the people who look after the galleries? The um, custodian? At the custodian meetings, they all talk. They'll hand about the photos. They'll be like, oh, that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. So, you know. Hang on, you've, yeah. been, you've been banned from places? I just oh, I want to I, touch on that. Just, I'm just saying. What, what, we don't <laughs> have to Where are you banned from, Dan? We don't have to, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it on no. this podcast. This is not the podcast for it. All right, fine. I'm going to talk about our Dan's house soon. Yeah, you, or what? You you get in the Google so, Glass, are you? Second, I get the Google Glass. List, is it? Yep, yep. They're banned from your house. <laughs> they are banned from the house. You're not banned from the house <laughs> unless you're wearing them. Yeah, and it's that's like where we've got the in problem. the Terminator universe when you can't bring anything metal with you. If you try to come <laughs> into my house uh, wearing the uh, Google uh, Glass, yeah, Luke's gonna have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, can we have an exception for metal? Some metals. Like the metals that now form his skeleton? It's just, it's just an analogy. You could go to the furry convention as Wolverine, Luke. <laughs> Missed my point. <laughs> With your adamantium skeleton? 
So I just walk around saying I'm Wolverine. Yeah. Who wants to fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Hugh Jackman does. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely what Hugh Jackman does. And if I was to put on a Wolverine costume, I wouldn't wait to go to a convention. I would just go to the nearest pub and just say, I'm Wolverine. Who wants to, Who fuck, wants to fuck me? <laughs> fuck me. Uh, <laughs> well, um, you mentioned Terminator. Um, yeah. Did you guys watch the trailer? Uh, fuck yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, did you watch it? Yeah, I, I, I saw it. See, I was I was really worried about this film because, um, I think we talked about this before, Arnie was going on about how they're going to have a bit of a play with the timeline because, you know, they didn't really messed with the timeline much in the other movies. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, they, they fucked up the timelines in the other movies. And I was not looking forward to this. But uh, I think, I, think I, I do like what they've done here. It seems pretty cool. Like, yeah, I think it's cool too. I mean, you can't fuck around with time that much without creating the possibility of alternate realities. Yes. and uh, It's the only way to so explain is... the, the plot holes. Yeah, because otherwise it's a paradox. If, if you send someone back in time to stop something from happening mm. and they succeed, you've stopped them from being sent back in time. That's right. Yep. So, and then if you then in Terminator Three, in Terminator Three, they tried to fix it by saying, "Well, it was inevitable." Except Kyle Reese would have known the version that yeah. actually happened, not the version that he stopped. So, it I think you just have to accept that every single movie has to be a separate timeline. Yeah. It's yeah. Look, yeah. We just universe. have to assume the fact that if you send someone back in time and they <laughs> yeah. change something, they've <laughs> created an alternate universe. Yeah, that's yep. the only way that it can possibly work. But um, so it's seemed... otherwise in Back to the Future three, when <laughs> Doc meets Marty yep. back in eighteen hundreds, and he says, "Who dressed you like that?" and Marty said, "You did." Then he <laughs> should have remembered it because thirty years earlier he would have done that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, those movies as alternative universe as excellent as they are. They they don't handle time travel perfectly, but it doesn't matter because they're excellent. Like they don't yeah. they don't purport to be accurate. They're just correct, awesome. And a movie like Looper, which yeah. probably got the time continuum a little better, was fucking boring. So it didn't matter. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Terminator obviously doesn't purport to be you know a scientific exploration of the consequences of time travel, but um, but they they did contradict <laughs> themselves quite a lot. But anyway, this one it looks like. They've, it, it looks at the start like it's going to be a remake. Because you see yes, them in the future. Yes, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, and I was like, ah. Mm. Oh. Yeah, then, I thought this was a reboot. And then they send Kyle back, but everything's different. Because they fucked up the timeline. Which is brilliant. Yeah. It's kind of like Terminator meets Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah. So now, instead of being the hero, this guy gets sent back and Sarah Connor's already a fucking badass. And um, and he's like with a pet Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Because Arnie's the ter- Arnie seems to be. I thought you were going to say pet turtle for a sec there. Did anyone? <laughs> did anyone think he was going to say pet turtle? And I, do I don't have, know what's with it because I do have a cameo. I guess term, 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 or whether it's because I know Luke has pet turtles. Look, if Amelia Clark yeah. said, "I need you to dress as a turtle, a turtle. and be my pet," well, I, I, I'm dressing. <laughs> then as a you turtle. would be like. Well, funnily enough, I already have a turtle costume. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I'm, I'm... Unfortunately, it's impenetrable yeah. and I cannot It's at the dry cleaners because it's covered in chlorine gas at the moment. And semen. <laughs> and semen. 
Uh, well, yeah. it didn't say that uh, whether or not the, <laughs> the convention was underway before the gas was pumped in. I, I mean, I'm assuming that there was a, there was a had, whole lot of humping going on. Had the orgy begun? Who knows? Well, someone knows. Someone does know. Yeah. Unfortunately, those 19 people are in the hospital. Yeah. Um, but we'll ask them. Well, back to <laughs> back to Terminator. Yeah, Amelia Clark yeah. was really good as Sarah Connor. As soon as I saw that it was her, and I saw her pull up in the thing and say, um, "On your feet, soldier," or whatever it is that she says at first, I was like, "Yeah, that's perfect." Yeah, I'm happy yeah. with that. Yep. She Amelia looked- Clark didn't recognize her with her clothes on, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure she's a good actress in other ways too. Mm. No, she looks great in it. Yeah, I like her um, her in general ever since she did that um, interview. Well, they said, oh, do you get recognized in the street? Because she actually has um, brown hair and not the blonde. And so she does look a little... She doesn't quite look like Daenerys normally because she doesn't have the bleached blonde mm. hair. And she said, because she's, she's British, she said, well, actually, no, it doesn't happen so often because, um, you know, in the show I'm blonde and I'm um, being raped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. I, I just, I just want to... I want to make a Bill Cosby joke, but I, but I won't. Uh, I, I think- won't. We're supposed to leave I'll him alone it. this week, I think. I'll aren't we? save it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we said. I think the internet um, made enough. Bill Cosby yeah, we don't jokes. need to. We don't need to make fun of Bill Cosby. I was thinking though when I was watching this trailer mm. for Terminator Genesis. Can I ask? <laughs> is anyone else noticed that this is not how you spell Genesis? Yeah, it's spelled like like system. in any way. It's spelled like system and or something like that. Genesis, like the beginning of the uh, system or something like that. I'm guessing. I'm liking that less now that you've explained that. I thought maybe maybe when they went back and they branched off into an alternative universe, it was an alternative universe that um, spelled alternative spellings spelled. as well. Yeah. They went all the way back to the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth uh, to Genesis and they just renamed it. Speaking of alternative universes, right? Mm. Did you guys hear, I read an article recently about a guy, and I, and I haven't looked this up, because I didn't know we were going to talk about alternative universes. Maybe I should have just planned this anyway. You can assume, generally. A guy fell from a cliff in America. I think it might have even been somewhere in the Grand Canyon, right? Mm. Hit his head and passed out. When he came to, he said that he had woken up in an alternative universe. Oh, I know this, yeah. An alternative universe where the Beatles didn't break up. Oh, and he had and he had listened to some of their music. This is different. And he now has a website where you can go and hear a recreation of the really what would be the current Beatles song in uh, in this alternative universe where the Beatles never broke up. Wow! And presumably didn't go their separate ways and systematically drop off in terms of their mortal coil. <laughs> There was one I read on um, on Reddit. I think I don't know if I discussed this on the podcast before, where a guy was um, on a bike and he was hit by a car, and he um, woke up um, and got out of hospital and then met a woman and got married and um, had a family and, and you know like eventually they, they had kids and all this kind of stuff. And then as he got older, he just started to feel like things weren't quite right. And then one day he was looking around the house and there was a lamp in the corner. And the lamp just kept getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And he, he was like, the fuck's going on? And then he could hear these voices. And the voices got louder and louder and louder. And then eventually the light kind of took everything over. And it was someone going, are you all right? Are you all right? And then he woke up and he was oh. lying in the street where he'd been hit by a car. Oh, my God. 
and um, he's suffered from depression, crippling depression ever since, and he's been in therapy because wow, he um, had a whole life and a family and children that don't exist. That's intense. Yeah. So I, I don't know Did if that's you... true or if it's just a story from Reddit, but he's just, yeah, it's intense. That's great. Did you guys hear I'll about the guy? I'll be back in guys. So, sorry, guys. I sure. heard something. I'll be back in a second. Okay, sure. Matt, did you hear about the guy who had gone his whole life – have I talked about this on the podcast before? Maybe I have. Stop me if I have. Right. When his whole life, normal, nothing wrong, pretty normal, no furry kind of <laughs> kinky shit, sure. right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, one time he's in his 30s, he started realizing that he was attracted sexually to children. Right, right. right. And was like – Oh, this isn't good. Like, this is not something he'd always kind of developed over oh, time. He was weird. just, what'd you find? Turtles have taken Nothing, over. No, no. Uh, just cool. very strange. Well, welcome back. Uh, jump back into this story. Mm. So, um, mm-hmm. he suddenly realizes that he's attracted to children. Right. Freaks out because he doesn't want to be. <laughs> just, just go with me, Luke. Just go with me. Okay. Goes to the doctor, right? Uh-huh. And said, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with my mind because I'm thinking things that I never used to think. And the doctor's like, what do you mean? And he explained. And the doctor's like, oh, well, that's, that's not good. <laughs> um, so they did a, uh, a CAT scan or an MRI or something. Right. And they found a, a brain tumor. Huh. And it was like pushing on certain parts of his brain and it was kind of changing the way he was thinking and feeling. So Shit. they removed the tumor, right? Yeah. All pedophilic feeling went away. Huh. Years later, nothing's been wrong. Suddenly, he starts finding himself attracted to children again. Oh, God. He goes back to the doctor. They do another MRI, and the tumor's back. Huh. How weird is that? And that tumor was Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> no, th- th- sorry, but that, that's that's amazing. That's that's true. Like that's yeah. Wow. That's I mean, fact, yeah. I mean, obviously, the brain is a is a fucking mystery. So, um, yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. I hope I don't. Well, <laughs> I was going to say I hope I don't get a brain tumor. I hope I don't get a brain tumor anyway. But um, yeah, I hope I don't get a brain tumor either. Yeah. Doesn't, and not, I hope you don't molest a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ideally, then, I want to take both of those boxes. Exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd like at the end of your life to be able to say you never had a brain tumor and yeah. you never fucked a child. I want you to write that down and I want you <laughs> to read that <laughs> at, at my funeral. <laughs> David, as, that will be my yeah. eulogy to now, you, Matt. as far as we know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I have been monitoring Matt fairly closely. <laughs> Ever since the incident. Ever since <laughs> we started discussing this. Yeah. Just going back to Terminator Genesis really <laughs> yeah. before we move on. Yeah. James Cameron, who made the original Terminator movie. And two. And the sequel, hmm. right? Great movies. Yeah. We really enjoyed them. Uh, made a bunch of other movies, some of which we also really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he made Avatar, <laughs> yeah. which we've got divided opinions about. Sure. But despite that, he has said that Avatar is the only movie he ever wants to make and he's going to tell every single additional story in the universe of Avatar. Yes. Right? Yep. This could have gone anyway, really. I mean, what if he had decided that he would only tell stories in the universe of Terminator? Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it is a weird... It's a kind of a strange thing to decide. 
Like, what if we're just picking random uh, James Cameron movies? What if he decided he was going to tell all movies in the universe <laughs> of true lies? <laughs> that, I would love that. I want that. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. yeah. Or um, um, The Abyss. Yeah. Everything's yep. under, everything takes place underwater. Or, or aliens. Titanic. In fact, oh. Titanic and The Abyss could take place in <laughs> Yeah, that's abyss. right. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, he... I mean, fuck. I, you can't fault him. With any of his other movies? He's, Say again? Well, he said he's, everything's going to be in... Avatar. Yeah, he's doing. He was doing. Nothing's two and, happened. He was doing two and three back to back at some point, and then he was doing two, three, and four back to back at some point, and then he was fucking around with some new three D technology. And he's like, he's been to the bottom of the ocean a bunch of times because that's the other thing that he does. I gotta say, he does a lot of stuff. Like, I, yeah, he does. In fact, on that note, I'll just intervene with this factoid because I've just gone to James Cameron's IMDb page because I wanted to see a list of his films so I could make other jokes like <laughs> set in the world of Piranha 2, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know that James Cameron wrote the screenplay to Rambo First Blood Part 2? Did he? Yeah. Part oh. 2. Yeah, the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, actually, the one the one where he goes back to Vietnam. And is it is it? I'm not that familiar with the Rambo films. Is that one just a, an action movie? Yeah, straight out action movie. So kind of like how so, he wrote the the sequel to Alien. Well, this was the very next script after Rambo Two was mm. the Alien script. Right. Interesting. Because I'm. I mean, I, I still love Aliens, but compared to Alien, it is just an action movie. Yeah. Version it's, it's of what if we did Alien as an action movie? Yeah. Yeah. And um, from what I understand, Rambo is, is quite a very. Um, it's, it's not about. It's not an action movie. It's not about. Action. No, the first one, First Blood, is um, you know like a chilling indictment of the system. Yeah. You know, post Vietnam War. It's a guy who comes home from the war. Yeah, and, and everyone hates him. Yeah. yeah, and he can't integrate into society. Um, and then the sequel is <laughs> he back. they need to send him back to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. And then in the third one, they send him. To help the Taliban fight the Russians, <laughs> yeah. And oh then God, that's the right. last, yeah, the last scene of the movie is Rambo riding off with the Taliban, and it freezes, and it comes up on the screen. This movie is dedicated to the brave freedom fighter of, of Afghanistan. Wow! I.e. the Taliban. Wow. Yeah. God, I don't know how to segue from the Taliban into anything else that's here. Well, I'm actually we thinking maybe now's the time that we can tell people how to contact us. All right, that's a good idea. Yeah. Send your angry letters to podcast <laughs> at multiplenerdgasm.com or make any angry comments to our voicemail on 04... <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us on Twitter, twitter.com uh, slash mnerdgasm. We're at mnerdgasm. Um, Facebook, you can just search for multiple nerdgasm because I think that's what most people do. Or if you want to type it in, you can go to facebook.com slash multiplenerdgasm. Um, the website's www.multiplenerdgasm.com and there's a contact form on there as well. There's a lot of ways to get in touch with us. Um, Facebook or you can to... go to youtube.com slash multiplenerdgasm, watch yeah. some of our hilarious short films and then write a comment underneath one of the films. Um, some comments you might like to put are, this is gay, you guys are gay, <laughs> fags, fags, yeah. multiple A's. I'm just going off what I've read on the internet. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how YouTube comments work. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, Twitter and Facebook are the most popular, it seems. Not that there's a competition, guys, but, um, you know, Let's that seems to be where ones. everyone else is talking to us, so maybe get onto those. Um, the other thing you can we do... We do have five followers on Google+. <laughs> and we do. One of them is you. Yeah. Are they five followers that aren't any of the four of us in this podcast? Probably not. No, it's no one of them probably, probably me because I'm one of the admins of the page and I think you're required to like your own page. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, actually, I think you're all admins, so it is just us. Um, the other thing that we have uh, is a Patreon account. And if you're not familiar with that, it is a way that you can, if you want, um, you can say for every episode of the podcast you will give us a certain a token amount of money. Um, so if you feel that the podcast is worth a dollar an episode to you, for example, you don't have to pay a dollar, you can say, I'll give you a dollar every episode. And um, to prevent us from taking advantage of that, you can also set a monthly cap. So you could say a um, dollar per episode with a maximum of $2 per month or whatever. Anyway, it's just a way that if, if people want, they can um, give back to the show and it'll um, help us get money together to, first of all, cover the costs of putting it up because it does cost money um, and then after that we can use the money to to do more interesting things to improve the show like we can go to events and we can um, you know make a, the website fancier we can you know like and if you want to suggest features and stuff like that um, or, or think things that you want us to do I mean you know we'd be happy to go see all the fucking new films I'd be more than happy to do that and then we can talk about them every week you know yeah because going to Italy to see them all is really killing it. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, yeah, it's just, um, you know, if, if you feel inclined, head on over. It's um, patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm. And, and like I said, you can cancel it at any time. And um, we're going to set a bunch of goals on there as well. So people know what exactly we're going to use the money for. All of the money will go into the podcast. This is not, you know, it's not for us. It's for, it's for the show. Um, so, yeah, if that's something you might like to do. Head on over there. Yeah, look, if, we, if all we cared about was the money, we wouldn't have gone into podcasting. Exactly, exactly, yeah. I mean, a less lucrative business I have yet to discover. Yeah, look, if I can just... We're hemorrhaging cash in yeah, this If I can just break even on the hosting, I'd be, I'd be happy. I mean, and that said, we're going to keep doing it anyway. This is just mm. kind of, you know, like, we, we like doing it and it would just be great if, if we didn't have to pay out of pocket for it. So, help us out. God, I've just seen a picture of the furries being evacuated. Oh, what are they doing? Oh, no, wait, don't answer They're that. Ru- <laughs> rutting. I thought you were going to say rutting. They're <laughs> running out of the of the venue, and they've all got they've got their furry costumes on, but they're also wearing lanyards, which is obviously so that security can tell that they're allowed into the convention. Oh, oh so funny. <laughs> Poor little guys. Well, speaking of funny, I found this interesting. Um, the new head of CSIRO, which I I believed to be a very science-based uh, institution. CSIRO, is that the one with um, where he takes off the glasses and said, says one-liners? <laughs> David Caruso? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's the Australian... Oh, fucking, what does it stand for? I don't know what it stands for. It's a science thing in Australia. Fuck. I'm assuming the S is for science. Yeah. You know what? I'm going gonna... to O's organisation. Oh, man, you know who's going to be furious? I think, I think it's Julianne. Julianne. Science Julianne is listening right now, original. and she's furious with me. Commonwealth Scientific and Industrial Research Organization. Okay. Well, the new head of the CSIRO uh, grew up on farms, apparently, and he is—he's saying that he's seen 
with 80% accuracy, people dowsing for water. Oh, and for fuck's sake. So he wants to put a bunch of money into researching okay. why oh. that works. And I'll tell I mean, you why it works. It's because if you've grown up on a farm, you kind of instinctually know the signs to look for. <laughs> so whether you think it's science or whether you think it's a divining rod, yeah, it's just fucking luck. See, I'm, I'm, I mean, that's what I understood as well. That's why when I read this, I was kind of like, what? He's saying, he's saying, it's, I mean, this guy's a scientist, I assume. He's the doctor, Dr. Larry Marshall. Well, he's not anymore. He's been, uh, I'm hereby officially stripping him of that <laughs> title. He says, I've always wondered whether there's something in the electromagnetic field or gravitation anomaly. Like, okay, any listeners out yeah. there. He's the only anomaly. If, if we're wrong, right, and there is more to this than just hocus pocus. Like, I, I'm pretty sure James Randi's done a good job of debunking this. Like, he must have. Yeah, Dr. Carl has also debunked this too, so. Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, this just, this was very I, I know this guy works at the Casero, but I just, <laughs> just don't. He's don't off know. my Christmas list now. It just seems very strange to me. So, if, yeah, if, I mean, if this is untrue, I apologize, Dr. Larry Marshall, but this is on um, abc.net.au. As far as I know, they're reputable. So, it's got an interview with him where he's talking about it. So, is he wearing know. a loud shirt with sexy ladies on it? Because that's the only scientist I want to see talking yeah. these days. Unfortunately, not. Bar has been raised. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, apparently that's what um, that's what they're putting money into now to um, try and solve the the um, the water shortages and whatnot that our farmers are facing. I'm sure the farmers are. Pleased to hear it. Pleased to hear it. Yeah. So, unless, again, unless I'm very wrong, and please feel free to correct us, and I'll, I'll publicly apologize, uh, but I'm, I thought dowsing was a bunch of shit. So. <laughs> I will not publicly apologize, <laughs> FYI. So, yeah, I'm just confused as to why. why we do it in private. <laughs> I mean, this comes out at the same time as... Russell Crowe's awful movie that he directs and stars in where he plays a farmer with a divining rod. The movie is called The Divining Rod. <laughs> so you... I don't know whether this is just some free publicity for the film. Huh. I mean, that's ingenious marketing, if yeah. that's the case. Look, the fact... I'm, I'm, I'm now on the, uh, the Wikipedia page for dowsing, yes. right? Uh, dowsing is also known as divining, yep. which we've covered, or doodle bugging. <laughs> I like. Um, let's call it that. So uh, yeah, I, I think if you have to go, if you have to use the word doodle bug in a scientific paper, <laughs> then yeah. then you know you're on the wrong track. Oh, you guys want to hear about some more? We haven't had some any Twilight related content in a while. And, oh, um, let's do it. Now, strangely enough, this came up. Um, in a conversation at a party um, we were at the other night. Someone mentioned one of these items. And, oh, um, man, you go to some cool parties. Yeah, oh, I do, I do. <laughs> so, Twilight, as we know, um, is encourages some creepy behavior. Um, you know, the, mm-hmm. the both of the male leads in the, in the story are um, not the best role models. No, they're pretty much stalkers, a lot yeah. of them. So, um, but it's, it's, it's also got some creepy merch. Um, I don't know if you've clicked through to this yet. Uh, my favorite, obviously you'll probably know I haven't when, actually. when we get to it. 
Oh, the first is um, it's an Edward Cullen life-sized silhouette that you can put oh, on your goodness. wall. It's the silhouette of him, and it's got the words "Be safe." Oh god! So that is so creepy. You can put that on the wall in your room, so you can like. feel like you've got someone in your room watching you sleep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, or so that you can feel creeped out by his his yeah. ominous shadow, by his over constant presence. Yes. Because um, you can't be trusted to be alone. The, the second item on here is um, Twilight underwear, which I mean probably doesn't surprise a whole lot because there's underwear. Yeah, for look, a lot I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to get up on a high horse about this. I mean, I've got Star Wars underwear. Yeah, I've yeah. got the Avengers underwear. Um, have you Have you looked at the picture here? I want you to scroll down past the initial picture oh, to the. My God. Yeah, these are a bit special. Um, these yep. underpants. All right, my my Star Wars underpants don't do this. <laughs> yeah, are you sure? No. Yeah, sure. I'm. Positive, they don't. These underpants um, have a special feature where, on the inside, they also contain a picture of Edward's mouth, so that you can, um, you know, mm. you, you can keep his his lips close yeah. to your lips. Um, that is that is <laughs> really weird. weird, if you ask me. Yeah. Like I don't like. There is no Twilight aside. Like that's just weird. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a Twilight condom, which is not... I mean, whatever, yeah, whatever you know. Yeah. I've sure. got a Cards Against Humanity condom. Yeah. <laughs> What's on it? Oh, I, I don't know. I haven't opened it. Okay. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Um, now, my um, browser is refusing to scroll. However, I believe the next one is is actually my favorite. What the fuck? Is it the one that I'm thinking of? A felt womb slash fetus? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think you can get that on Etsy if you if you're so inclined. I think that's where near that the end from. of the series. Bella and Edward settle down and have a kid. Oh, it sounds riveting. Someone decided to pay tribute to this by creating a felt womb that contains a felt fetus surrounded by what looks like pure evil. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. So. Um, so weird. So that's a bit creepy. Um, it's more than a bit creepy. I don't know why my, my web browser's playing up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let me get to this. I apologize for well, this. Well, we can move on to the next one, which is the vampire fleshlight. Oh, yeah. 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 Have you seen Can you see the um, the side profile of the vampire fleshlight? Yeah, I can. Mm. And I've got to say, that doesn't look pleasurable. No. It's, that... it's teeth. Yeah. All so, the way in. So the mouth is um, teeth. Um but also inside are teeth. So it's kind of nibbling on your cock as you, uh, you know, as you attach it to your flashlight launch pad. Which was, um, <laughs> which is actually my pick for um, Tech Gadget of 2014, for the record. So if you're looking for a Christmas oh, present absolutely. for me, everybody, Christmas present. Yeah, that's what you want. So you'd like to suck you dry sex in a can no, 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 from flashlight. The flashlight launch pad. Um, and then number six I like as well. Um, which I don't know if this oh, is the one that we were discussing at the party particularly. It's a it's a vampire dildo, so it's a very um very pale um dildo uh, that sparkles in the sun, oh, obviously. <laughs> and, um, um, how many people are using this outside in the sun? Well, the reason that this <laughs> the um the thing that yep. came no up, no no Matt, that's a valid question. It, it is the thing that came up at the um the party. The reason. The conversation was that apparently 
uh, it is a a thing that um, ladies will pop their vampire dildo in the freezer because, as we all know, Edward is very cold. Oh God! So, um, so you just pop the old vampire dildo in the freezer, and then you can, um, you know, you can get the real experience. And I, I wonder I, if they haven't done this, they're missing out. Um, I would suggest kind of a microwavable um, Jacob penis because as we know mm. the werewolves are, are warm uh, some, kind of, some kind of furry penis yeah yeah well f- furry and warm so you can heat that one up and then you can kind of just go at yourself double take yourself yeah, just, oh, double penetration just go at all those holes at once and um, yeah so yeah I mean Stephanie Myers style there's some some great Christmas gifts idea on that list um Now, going back to last week where we discussed things that are banned. Yeah. Now, one of the things banned, you weren't allowed to penetrate with something. What was it? To associate with violence or something? Yes. I think that now, was it. Vampires would be violent. Probably. Oh. Probably, yeah. So. Interesting. Just, just point so that just out don't, there. don't film yourself with it or you'll have the standards yep. board knocking on your door going, get that thing out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's still in there. I can see the end of it. Get it out. Well, they don't have to knock I'm the door because this. you're outside in the sun. Of course, you can have it back at the end of the day. Yeah. Is that dildo sparkly? No, no. Sorry, sorry. Don't mind me. Continue. Just walking my dog in the dog park. Don't mind me. <laughs> Well, look, there's a couple of video game things here that we could talk about. Mm-hmm. And before we do, do you guys know who Ralph Bear is? Um, I didn't, but I learned it today. Yeah, Ralph mm. Bear was uh, one of the developers of the Magnavox Odyssey, which mm. was uh, the first kind of home game console. It predated the, um, the Atari by a few years. Mm. Uh, it was in black and white and it didn't have any sound. But it was certainly the uh, the precursor to, you know, all of the video game consoles that we got after that. And yeah. um, he died today, oh. age ninety two. Oh. So he had a good run, ninety two years on this earth. Pretty good, really. Yeah, not bad. I hope. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it if I got that far. Watched a little video today of him playing pong back in nineteen sixty nine. Oh yeah, like a boss. <laughs> Badass. We'd be hoping he'd be pretty good at it since he made the game. Yeah. yeah. Often touted as being the father of video games. Hmm. So, I don't but know if, if, if you make to birth them. But if you make a video game, are you required to be really good at it? I think you should question. be. Like, is everybody who worked on Call of Duty just really good at it? Like, in multiplayer, you just don't want to... I wouldn't want to play against yeah. them. Or like um, StarCraft... Like, I don't know. I don't know what my point is. It's a no. That is a valid question. <laughs> you know what? I would love to see game developers going head to head with just hardcore gamers. That would be a good series. Games. That would be an interesting series. That absolutely would. Hmm. Kickstarter, patent pending. That's our. It's yeah. going to be our second Kickstarter. Yeah, that worked so well for us last time. Yeah. Hey, we <laughs> got funded. We just uh, have to get. Yeah. A, yeah. yeah you guys funded it from within. <laughs> I didn't. 
<laughs> All right, then. And the rest of the money came from people we're having sex with. <laughs> I still want to know who's having sex with my mother. And I've told you, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> we don't all want to own up to it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Carol. I'll see you later tonight. Johnny fuck big. <laughs> well, too far? Too far? No, no, it's, it's fine. Speaking of sorry, games... I'm talking, to, I'm talking to Carol. Oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of video games, um, and we've discussed this uh, this venue before, um, Jenna and I went to Spawn Point the other night, which is Sydney's new gaming bar. Um, uh, and, uh, what yeah, was that like? Uh, it's it's nice. We should should all go there and check it out sometime. It's um, it's, it's Look, Matt, I've, I've seen pictures of you there, and I didn't see this mysterious Jenna in any of the photos. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay if you went by yourself. No, no. Well, I mean, it's okay. You I, don't have to make up a fake girlfriend. No judgment here. Safe Your friends place. are here. Right. We'll go Fine. to bars with you. Me and my selfie stick went to Spawn Point, and uh, yeah. we checked yeah. it out. Uh, it's nice. It's um, the venue is, is really nice. They've got a bunch of machines set up. They've got um, a Wii U. Where with, is it? Uh, it's in Clarence Street in the city. Oh, um, okay. Dave can uh, go after work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right near there. Um, so, and they've got yeah, they've got a bunch of they've got a Wii U set up with like uh, eight controllers because they've got Super Smash Brothers on it, and that supports up to eight players. So that that was like people were going crazy on that when we were there. Oh, I bet like, they fucking yelling were. and carrying on and stuff. That was good. Uh, they've got a, like a Nintendo sixty four, and um, they've got a bunch of um, Raspberry Pis with retro games on them. You can play like a bunch of Super Nintendo and NES games on those. Um, so that's all cool. It's kind of a similar setup to Manabar in that respect, where you've got kind of screens around the place with the controllers there, and everybody just kind of gathers and and plays and stuff. Um, and they also have similar to Manabar um, video game themed cocktails, um, and um, some of those were, were really nice. Um, mm. Such not, as, do they have clever names? They do. Well, Player One and Player Two were the ones that we we tried. Yeah. Um, the player one was like a martini style thing. You know, I don't remember what was in them. Um, mine, <laughs> mine had a lot of rum in it, and it tasted like apple. And I was drunk afterwards. So, uh, there's a review nice. for you. Um, they also have beers and stuff like that. The only, my only, I guess, complaint would be, and I guess this is a problem at a lot of the small bars, um, is that the drinks were expensive for for what they were, particularly the beer. Yeah. It was more like... Manabar had that same problem. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's to be expected. Like, um, and, and they are, like, they're quality beers. Like, this was little creatures I was drinking. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't just like Tui's New or anything like that. So, but yeah, I, I mean, it would be an expensive night out, I think, if you were to try and get wasted there. Uh, unless... You don't go to the city very often, do you? It's <laughs> fucking expensive to drink you know everywhere what? in you the know city. What? Maybe maybe you're right, and I I should retract that statement. Um, but uh, yeah, I found it to be to be pricey. But yeah, you're right. I do. I live a bit further out, so um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was really good. We should we should all head down there. Um, they have competitions on. Uh, you know, like publishers give them prizes and stuff. You know, like they had a bunch of stuff from Blizzard a, few, a, a week ago, and um, they have you know yeah game competitions and yeah you ever just head down there with your friends. Like we, we played a bunch of just Super Mario Brothers. Um, while we were drinking our cocktails on one of the playing on one of the raspberry prizes, it was good. 
It's fun. It's sort of strange that's just open because in Canberra we just had a uh, bar like that open called Re- Reload. Oh, yeah? It opened last Saturday. Awesome. So ah. I'll be going down there this week to have a look. Okay. Same kind of deal or you haven't been down, obviously, so? Um, from what I've heard, it's exactly the same. Cocktails and games. Yeah, cool. Yeah, see, Manabar was good fun. Um, and you know what? It's prob- Manabar was probably just as expensive. It's that I was just always yeah. drunk when I got there. Yeah. So, hmm. In this case, I, got well, I, think- I arrived sober. Ah. <laughs> uh. But no, I think we, we should go to the one city because we enjoyed it when we went to the one in Melbourne and in Brisbane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're good fun. Mm. Yeah, so I reckon, yeah, we should get the multiple Or we could just go around to someone's house and have a few drinks and play some games. That's true, but it is different. The atmosphere is different. Yeah. So I'm not going to invite a bunch of strangers around to my house just to play games in the background for atmosphere. Oh, I would. Yeah. I'd like strangers to your house, Matt. I know you would. That's why you're not invited. Oh, so I'll see you at spawn point. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was good. I recommend it. We should all head down there. And you should too, listeners. Come for a drink. We'll tweet when we're, ne- when we're there next. Come down and have a drink with us. Good idea. Hmm. Can I tweet when I'm at Reload? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, listeners, if you're in Canberra, um, tweet at us and let us know. You can go and meet Luke. Hmm. Just come over to my house. We'll play some games. It'll yeah, be cool. Just go around to his house and stand around and play games in the background while he plays games, and gets drunk. Yeah, you're drunk now, aren't you, Luke? <laughs> I wouldn't say drunk. <laughs> uh, What's in between drunk and sober? That's me. Tipsy. I'm tipsy. Hmm. That's still a thing, right? That's still a word people use. I'm not like some kind of old curmudgeon. Curmudgeon? Uh, curmudgeon. Is it cra or curmudgeon? I think the fact that you don't know is a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a word I'm familiar with. So we've had the uh, Star Wars trailer for um, Episode 7. Um, but if, if you can't wait I can't. for Episode 7, well, you can get a, a, a fix... On, with some Star Wars fan film action. Um, I do love some good Star Wars fan film. Well, this is an Australian Star Wars fan film, and it's called White oh, Armor. No, you, you've lost me. <laughs> this is called White Armor, and it's made by... Welcome um, to Tatooine. <laughs> How you going? <laughs> Fuck off back to the, well, back to the Empire. It's kind of appropriate, considering all the stormtroopers are from New Zealand now. Um, although, I, I'm pretty sure, based on the premise of this film, I'm assuming that's... They're going with the um, with the recruitment story from um, the original trilogy. Uh, so this is a this is a fan film Would called have been White Armor. Easier to just go with the clone, and then you could just just hide one actor. Yeah, that's true. This is called White Armor, and it's uh, a short film following a stormtrooper recon unit set in the Star Wars universe. And it's made by a, um, a group of guys in Melbourne, uh, and it looks pretty cool. The members of the Five Hundred First, which is the um, you know, they the, do some great work. Oh yeah, their costumes are amazing. Like, well, I mean, they have you have to have an amazing costume to join. No, no, I, I meant I meant for the charity work they also do. Oh, all right, okay, yeah, yeah, that too, that yeah, too. That's what the five first do. They go out there dressed up in their armor and raise money. Yeah, and also they make cool films. Alleged, yep. Apparently now, um, so this this film is. Um, they describe it as Generation Kill meets Starship Troopers. This short film is set in the Star Wars universe following Stormtroopers fighting in an Imperial Recon unit. The film will take the viewer into the world of a Stormtrooper who has recently been conscripted into the Imperial forces. It will show segments of war in an observational style documentary slash short film. 
Um, if you watch the trailer up the top, um, you can see that the I mean, you can see the costumes are spot on and they look excellent, and the the footage looks really good. They've obviously shot this out in the in some sort of deserty environment. And it looks like Tatooine or some similar Star Wars type environment, as we discussed. All planets in Star Wars just have the one um, environment type. So, yeah. One terrain, and this one is sand. But yeah, I mean, it looks good. It's good. It looks good. Um, they seem like cool guys. Um, so their Kickstarter, which I'll link to in the show notes, they've actually already met their goal. Um, they had a goal of, of 1650 and they've surpassed that by quite a bit. They're almost up to four grand now. Um, but and, that, wow, they passed that quickly because at yeah. the time of recording this, there's still 29 days to go. Yeah. So as you can tell, I mean, well, if you watch the video, you'll see it's, I mean, it looks like they've got a quality product going on here. So and then just what are their stretch goals? Um, I don't know. They've announced them yet. Um, I so to be honest, I'm not sure. Um, hmm. I'm guessing the um, the money should all go into making the film even better. Um, I guess hmm. I don't know. We can confirm that with them. They have reached out to us on Twitter already, um, so we can check that with them if, if the listeners are concerned. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> but again, just because they've reached their funding goal doesn't mean that you shouldn't go and support them because re- I mean. The idea is that all the money should go to the film, so hopefully... Yeah, so the more money they get, the better it'll be. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's still worth jumping in. And also, you can check out some of the rewards, too. They've got um, T-shirts and hoodies, uh, and the designs are pretty cool. Um, yeah, check them out. It looks cool. I mean, and to be clear, we're not... These aren't friends of ours or anything. I maybe made it sound like... <laughs> no, I maybe made it sound like... <laughs> they are cunts. They are absolute cunts. We would never... Friends with no, them. no. I just worried that I'd made it sound like we knew these guys personally or something, but we don't. They're um, we they're just never. Never. <laughs> we're just impressed <laughs> with what they've got here. <laughs> yeah. So don't call me up asking to hang out, guys. All right, I'm sick of it. Yeah. yeah. No call day. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he hates Star Wars. Don't call him. No. Oh, you can get Imperial Bucks as one of the um, one of the backer rewards too. Imperial Bucks, as in dollars, as in money. Imperial Bucks. Oh, I thought you meant like an Imperial uh, deer. Yeah, an Imperial Male. furry. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if is there any furries at these things that dresses like Bantha or of course um, there are or Wampa? Of Wampa? Of course yeah. there are. A nice tauntaun. Yeah, I thought they smelled oh, bad on the outside. Oh. Yeah. Or Yoda. Can I go as Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> Judge me by my size, do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or a, a yeah. Minoc. <laughs> they have those little... He'd be hanging out with the cockroach. They have those little sucker mouths. I'd, I'd probably go down, all right? Oh. Yeah, it's the wood. <laughs> Although the, the garbage... Uh, disposal monster. You know what I thought about the other day? I was thinking about you know yep. the tr- you know the trash compactor in Star Wars. I yep. do. So I thought of this because I unfortunately happened to smell one of the bins out the back of a restaurant nearby, and I realised <laughs> that's that that would have stank. That place would have smelled like that because as a child watching that, I didn't even think of that, and I, and it never occurred yeah. to me that 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 liquid that they're walking around in is bin juice is bin juice yeah that's yeah. the stuff yeah. that leaks out of the bag yeah. sometimes in the bottom of the bin and you go oh god not again that stuff that makes you gag just when you realize it's near yeah. you yeah 
So next time you watch Star Wars, that's what they're waiting around in. It looks like I'm going to have to buy a Wii U soon. Yeah. Yeah. Finally doing it. The sons of bitches. Is that that because uh, you want to play Day of the Tentacle and you don't have a PS4? (laughs) No, it's actually due to Zelda. Hmm. Well then. They're finally they've released some footage of it, and I've finished every single Zelda game, so I'm going to have to get it. Or maybe I'll just borrow yours, Matt's. Yeah, you could you could do that. I mean, uh, we got well, um, Super talk Smash yourself Bros. around to that pretty quick. <laughs> we got Super Smash Brothers the other day, so um, and um, we also have Mario Kart. Look, there's a lot of good games for the Wii U. I'll be honest; it just they're not enticing enough for us to buy one. But now that Ubisoft has given us one as a prize, um. We will definitely play New Zelda on it. Yep. But what were you saying about Day of the Tentacle? Oh, they're, remi- they're uh, making um, Day of the Tentacle Special Edition, remastered. Um, and I've just confused everyone because it's actually not available on the Wii U. No. <laughs> just PS4, Vita, PC, and Linux. So not yeah. even Mac. So fuck off. I can't even play this. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is odd, actually, the choice of um, platform. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that's about because it's double fine doing it, and then double fine. I mean, isn't um, uh, what's the Broken Age? Isn't Broken Age cross platform? They they do games on all sorts of platforms. Like, it's sort of a weird game to go as an exclusive with Sony. Oh, is that what it is? It's, it's an exclusive. Well, I don't know. I'm just going with it being PS4 and Vita. That yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's it's weird. A, You'd think you'd try and get it out to every market you can. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think so. Well, although, I mean, they've got guaranteed um, audience for this. And to be honest, it's not going to be a mainstream title. Like, I don't know. They they might attract some kids who are curious, but I don't think... that Games these days aren't the same as the old adventure games where you Why are they trying to attract curious kids? (laughs) Well, I think (laughs) Tim Schafer might have a, a brain tumor that's... That's oh, led him astray. No, no, sorry, Tim. Tim what I, you're saying no, is that Tim no, fucks. No, 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 no. I love you, Tim. Well, that's no. what I heard. No, no. <laughs> Bad Dan. Tim, if you if you don't fuck children, write in and let us know. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, games these days, like, the old LucasArts games, like Day of the Tentacle and Maniac Mansion, and you know, the Indiana Jones ones, and all, they all, they're a different um, pace of game to what we get these days. Like, even adventure games these days, I talked about this with Telltale. Um, yeah. People don't, apparently, don't want to have to sit and think and wander around and, and experiment and get, kind of get lost for a couple of hours. They just want to, be like, okay, next thing, next thing, next thing. Like, they want I'm to- actually finding myself doing that these days. I'm having a hard time finding time to sit down and play even Dragon Age because I know I'm going to have to commit time to it. Yeah, is it is the problem that there's just too many games now? Like, yeah, because when I was young and I was playing Day of the Tentacle, for example, I don't think I actually really had any other games I cared about at the time, so I was just committed to Day of the Tentacle. Like, I don't know if that's because there weren't any other games or just because the game was that game was just so good. You know what? I, do you know what I mean? Like. I, I couldn't have afforded another game anyway. Like, yeah, you just had to play the games you did have yeah. until you finished it. And I feel like it wasn't like 
every month there were like 30 games released. You know what I mean? Like Assassin's Creed, we got two fucking Assassin's Creed games in one month recently. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I know true. my problem is at the moment I'm looking over at my shelf. I have 30 Xbox One games. There are 30 Xbox One games? That they're just the ones I have. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, I didn't realize that, that many. I've got like ah uh, maybe seven or eight now. What, and I'm a whole generation that, behind. Yeah. There's there's eight of them I know for a fact that I haven't even started to play yet. But and you, uh, and yet you didn't wait till they were a bit cheaper to buy them. You just bought them anyway. I have a problem. <laughs> it's yeah, financial problem. Yeah. Um, well, you will play play them right. But you, I mean, you know, your your life's changed a little bit lately, Luke. You probably have less time than you used to. I'm guessing. Yeah, just 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 a little bit less time. Yeah, yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing, is it, Luke? Hey. No, no, hey? no. I'm I'm actually happy about it. Yeah. Good. 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 Hi, Hannah, if you're listening. She doesn't listen. Yeah, I wouldn't listen if I was her either. Yeah, so Day of the mm. Tentacle, no Xbox, no... Um, well, nothing other than PS4 and PC and Linux. I guess I'm playing it on PC. Yeah, I'll be getting PC. I might, I might just buy a Linux machine for the sake of it. I wonder if this will have Maniac Mansion included in it, like the original did. Well, I assume it will. Yeah, it'd be weird if it didn't. Um... But yeah, I mean, they're not re-releasing. It's such an Mansion. integral part of the game that you can play Maniac Mansion. Yeah, quite clever actually. Just goes to show how the technology had advanced. Mm. But yeah, I mean, Day of the Tentacle is one of my favorite games. I'm so definitely up for playing it again. Hopefully, oh, they don't, I don't hope they don't mess with it too much. You know, because it is kind of fine. I think I don't know that it needs to be remastered too much. You know, yeah, like tidy it up. But uh, I don't know. I don't want to. Did you play the Monkey Island remastered games? Well, I no. started, and then I got distracted with other games. Yeah, well, they're. I mean, they're, I, they're the I same. I didn't need games. to because I still played those original games, and I'm mean, like, I don't think the graphics lets them down or anything. I don't no. think the pace lets them down. They're still great. In fact, I was about to say that I, I played Monkey Island Two, the special edition, just because I was like, oh, I love that game, and I'm cool to play it again. But I didn't need the the new graphics and in fact i just missed the old ones because yeah. you know it was fine and say monkey island one which was i mean even had inferior comparatively graphics it's fine like that's what it's still Mon- a great game that's what monkey yeah, island looks like try, that's what it looks if you're like. gonna try and resell something to make a bit of money off it you're gonna have to make it look a bit nicer yeah i suppose if you were to come out and sell try and sell that same game the same graphics People are okay, and you're going to have a whole new audience that are just going to go straight past it. Well, make a new game then. Yeah. But that's the other you could say about cinema as well. You know? Yeah, that's true. Stop rebooting things and just write an original story. Yeah. Just put Terminator that's it, the back game out. Too. As you've just pointed out, we got two fucking uh, Assassin's Creeds in the last month. Yeah, like, and they've already announced the next one. Yeah, yeah of course they have. And you know what's not coming out? Fallout 4. Ah, oh, I know. Fuck it. That's, I mean, you know. That's all I'm going to say about it, but I'm just They didn't I'm announce it anyway. Like, technically, they really didn't do a whole lot to indicate that it was coming out, but people just want it so bad that they invent reasons to think that it's happening. But, I mean, so what have they said? They just said, we're not making it, or we're just not announcing it. 
They said they're not announcing it uh, this year, but uh, this year's only got about three more weeks to go. So yeah. maybe they're releasing it on New Year's Eve. I don't know. Now, looking, but, uh, looking at the article, it seems like everyone thought they were going to announce Fallout 4. And what they actually said was, PSA, we're not showing anything at the Game Awards. Well, so, no, they've got here. Well, EA will apparently be making a special announcement at the awards, which, according which, uh, no one will guess. Right. What was the announcement? Oh, Day of the Tentacle, probably. Was it? <laughs> I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed that. Says. Hmm. Well, okay. So it seems like oh, everyone... We're just spoiling our own news now, aren't we? Everyone got excited because <laughs> they thought it might be Fallout 4, and it's not. I really hope they don't do what they did with the, that new Elder Scrolls and go Fallout oh, Online. Oh, God, me too. Mm. Oh, God. Because I would have I would have given my left testicle for, for a new Elder Scrolls game. And by the way, my urethra is feeling much better. Thank you for oh. everyone who sent me your well wishes. Yeah. I appreciate it. Sorry, I forgot to ask. Um, but um, finding out that the follow-up to Skyrim is an MMO is just devastating. It's mm. absolutely devastating. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll do another standalone now because everyone fucking hated <laughs> Elder Scrolls Online. You know what? I so. wouldn't mind if they were to introduce maybe a co-op to it. Yeah, that yeah. you could play that with three, two, three other people. Yeah, Dragon Age has that co-op. That would be fine. Dragon Age has yeah. co-op, but it's separate. Just so you can did, share did you just hypothetically? Did you hypothetically just include and then disinclude one of us from your game? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind playing with three or maybe two uh, people online. <laughs> I, I meant to go the other way to yeah um yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. Dig your way out of this mm. one, fuckwit. Oh, we didn't actually really talk about Zelda. The um, the Zelda footage looks great. It looks like uh, another... Every other Zelda. Well, no, it doesn't because it's it's all um, one big open world and it's huge, kind of like how the new Dragon Age has all these huge areas and it seems like you just can keep walking in in a direction. Or for, for riding. Or riding, yeah. You just keep going and then you can... Uh, yeah, I mean... It's not that impressive because Witcher has it now and Dragon Age has it and all these games now have it where you've got these huge areas to explore. But um, I think the fact that it's Zelda kind of sweetens the deal a bit. On yeah, that. if Zelda never had this before, it's a big deal. I mean, there's, yeah. there's seven have, kids though, out there that are going to be delighted that they can play their little that kids large. game. And, it's uh, Ocarina just of Time. Talking. Well, Ocarina of Time has... I know what you mean. It has the, um, mm. the Hyrule Fields and stuff at the start. But, um, I mean, that's not that big. I mean, at the know, time, at the time, it blew everybody's mind because you'd left you'd left Kokiri Village, and then all of a sudden, you'd, there's this massive field, and you can go mm. anywhere. But you know, comparatively, it's not that not that big. Yeah. No, I don't mean to belittle you, Luke, but it's just not that big. Just comparatively, it's Luke, it's not that big. It's comparatively, yeah. I mean, it's perfectly sized compared to itself. Yeah, yeah, and it was impressive. You know, at a certain point, when we were children, yeah. when we were children, it was impressive. But um, <laughs> you know. And children still think it is impressive because <laughs> they don't know any different. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're the one, uh, yeah. only one here who. Yeah. But they'll learn. Uh, children aren't playing that games. game. They'll learn. Uh, we've got a new Bond movie uh, on its way, and they've announced the name of yeah. it. And it's, I mean, the name is not that much of a surprise. It's called Spectre, which is the organization yeah, we've heard a lot about. If you've read the books, you know all about Spectre. Yeah, and they've been talking about it in the films now and leading up to it, so 
that's that's cool. I'm excited. I like. I've yeah, liked the. I'm excited too. I've liked the Bond films. Yeah, I love the Bond films, but I do think it was funny that um, Daniel Craig came out this week and said that um, Mike Myers fucked him. Not literally. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, are we sure he didn't mean literally? Just in terms of the fact that Bond really did have to kind of turn 360 and you know, turn 360 at the same point, turn 180. <laughs> how's that? Yep. Turn 180 and um, and become much more darker. Not because that's what the audience necessarily wanted, but just because that Austin Powers made fun of the old ones so much that they couldn't really do it anymore. Right. Okay. The that's one, interesting. the one-liners and the quirkiness. I mean, Daniel Craig said this this week. The truth is, can anyone do a Daniel Craig voice? Hmm. Before I read this, no. does anyone else want to take over? The truth of it is, no. That's small. No. No. Well, I tell you what. The truth of uh, it is that I have always had this plan in my head: is that we got to make them and begin them again. No, that's not right. My bad. <laughs> no, but look, I mean, one James Bond is as good as another, right? So, um, if you'll permit me, <laughs> the truth of it is that I'd always had this plan in my head. And that we got to make um, Sean Connery, right? You guys, you guys picked up. Oh on that. yeah, sorry. I yeah, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought it was Patrick yeah, Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my Matt, bad. is your Connery better than mine? Do you want to take over? I suppose we'll have to let the audience decide. Oh, I guess they've decided. Go. <laughs> the truth of it is that I've always had this plan in my head. No, he's way more Scottish now. I don't know what I'm doing. Abort! Abort! <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. They'll take our lives, but they'll never take... The truth of it is, I've always had this flan in my head. How about uh, we do a South African version? The truth (laughs) of it is, I've always had this plan in my head that we would go back and make them and begin again and bring them all back, but uh, it had to happen the way it did. I can't see it happening any other way. We had to destroy the myth because Mike Myers fucked us. Literally, dick in ass. I'm a huge Mike Myers fan, so don't get me wrong, but he fucked us. He fucked us hard. He fucked us like a bunch of kefirs. Made it impossible to do the gags. Um, what I'm proudest of in Skyfall is the lightness of the touch that we've been able to bring oh. back into it, but uh, not lose the drama or the action. So, um, and that was um, thank you, South African Daniel Craig. That was Daniel Craig from Munich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, channeled through Shalto Copley. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, I, I kind of see what he means, but I don't know if that's. I don't know if I agree completely. That, no, I, I call bullshit on that, actually. Yeah, I, I do a little bit too. I think they could have said it to more face, you kiffer cunt. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> I mean, the Connery what? ones, the Connery ones had the gags, but they were still had a bit lighter. I think Skyfall, he's right. They did kind of get it back. I think Skyfall had some really good moments. Um, well, that felt more like the traditionals, okay. but Casino Royale was yeah. Very serious, and I mean, very serious. And Quantum of Solace was just was just an action movie. Just, it wasn't really a James Bond thing. Great, yeah. Mike Myers fucked us for a movie that came out. What? When did when did that come out? Late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Austin like, Powers. Getting close to twenty years ago. Yeah, I like I said, I think he. Um, I think doing it the Roger Moore style, he fucked them. Mm. Like, but I don't. Mm. I don't know that he was really making fun of the. Um, you know, the Connery or the Timothy Dalton. <laughs> James Bond. I like no. I like Timothy Dalton. Do you guys know that Adam West was offered James Bond? Really? After Sean Connery oh, left. Oh. I wish he'd have taken it. Yeah, he turned it down. You know why? 
he was such no. a big fan of James Bond to begin with, and he just said James Bond cannot be American. Right. No, that's fair. Oh, yep. I, I, actually, I think Liam Neeson said that at some point. They'd approached him about it, and he didn't want to do it. Um, and he said that. Yeah, right. Well, he's not American, though. So I don't know. I can't remember what my point with that no. was. I mean, <laughs> I just, I just... look, I mean, and he's Irish, and Pierce Brosnan's Irish, and he played him. Yeah, yeah. Sean Connery's Scottish, and he played him. Roger Moore is Welsh, and he played him. George Ladenby is Australian, yep. and he played him. As far as I know, there's been only one person that's played him before. He was English. Daniel Craig. Yeah, assuming that Timothy Dalton's English. Yeah, I assume so. He sounds English. He does. <laughs> okay, I'm just going. I just found a list of people who were considered to play. Oh right. Um, Mel Gibson was considered in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> wow. um, Timothy Dalton was born in Wales. Oh, Sorry, just putting this out there. <laughs> He's Welsh. Here's a good one. In 2001. Considered to replace Pierce Brosnan was Robbie Williams. What? Jesus. Yep. I'm glad that didn't happen. Has he ever? Is he acted in anything? Maybe not a, that maybe. I know of. Hope not. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? I take it back. Roger Moore is English. He oh, okay. So go. I was. I was obviously thinking of uh, of Dalton. Right. Apologies, and Luke, please continue. I'm just trying to find if there's anyone else worth mentioning. <laughs> there's not really. Please, please tell me that there was never like a Will Smith in there or a Tom Cruise. Not that I can see. No, they're not. I mean, fuck Tom Cruise. That would never happen. They wouldn't do that. Ooh, Dick Van Dyke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all heard his his British accent. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. it's got here. The reason why he didn't get it was his English accent failed to appeal to the producer. Fuck. Yeah. James Bond, I mean, chimney sweep. Like, yeah, Mary Poppins is, like, almost single-handedly destroyed by his accent. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I don't... Ooh, ooh. Sam Neill. Oh. Oh. I would watch that. Hello. Yep. Do we have a Sam Neill jingle? I'd be surprised if we didn't at this stage. I don't know that we do. Would you like to provide the basis for one? Uh, sure. Um, what, what kind of what kind of style should Sam Neill's? I think Sam be? Neill's jingle should be in the style of Jurassic Park. Sam, 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 Neil, 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 as James Bond. He does move in herds. <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> he can only say quotes from Jurassic Park. That's James Bond. Ah, Blofeld. I see that you do move in herds. Oh, they should get um, Jeff Goldblum as James Bond. That would be great. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. Love that guy. Have you guys seen the LG ad with Jeff Goldblum? I don't think so. All right, podcast over. Go and Google it right now. Audience, go and Google it. That's all for this week. <laughs> oh, and also while you're there, look up um, the Jeff Goldblum uh, Apple ads slowed down so that it sounds like oh, he's drunk. They're, drunk Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, they're Test awesome. The as well. So there you go. Google is your homework for next week. Look, just spend the rest of tonight Googling Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, you can't go wrong, really. The what guys, else were you going to do tonight? The guy's a treasure. What were you going to do tonight that's better <laughs> than watching a bunch of YouTube clips about Jeff Goldblum? 
I, I've told you guys in real life, but have I told you on the podcast yet about <laughs> my friend Brian who was in uh, LA and went to see a Jeff Goldblum gig? No. No, I don't think you have. So my friend went to see Jeff Goldblum's band play because when you live in Hollywood, you can just go and see Hollywood actors' bands play. Yeah. And um, okay. Jeff Goldblum has a little jazz band. But in the middle of the jazz songs, he stops, like in between numbers, and just does a little impromptu movie trivia. <laughs> right. Like he'll just stop and, and he'll go, um, yeah, uh, well, that, um, Tom Cruise, hmm, he, was in, uh, he was in A Few Good Men, uh, wasn't he? And um, who else was in that? Who else was in that movie? And somebody would be like, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and then he'd be like, Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. That's so interesting because he was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, wasn't he? Wasn't he? He was. And, and, just, and just go off on tangents talking <laughs> about movies. I, I now need to go and see Jeff Goldblum's band. Yeah. Well, hopefully people will kick into our, what did you call it, Matt? Oh, Patreon. Yeah, there you go. That can be one of our goals. I'll set that. If we earn, if we get oh, fucking a lot of money every episode, a lot of money. <laughs> we'll go. We'll fly and we'll fly to LA and see Jeff Goldblum's band. I don't know why people would pay us to do that when, if they were going to pay that, they could just pay themselves to do it. But no, but here's the thing. To... Here's the thing. Because listeners, you guys only have to put in a couple of bucks, and if enough of you do it, it works. You don't have to just. You don't have to buy yourself a ticket. That's why. Well, look, I mean, we've we've almost done a hundred episodes. This is episode ninety-eight. Yeah, right. I know. Far out. And if if you consider it, a buck a show isn't that much, right? So if if we implored people to pay a dollar for every show, that's a hundred bucks from every listener. Yeah, I know. We would make a cool three hundred bucks off this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I cool three hundred bucks every two years. (laughs) <laughs> I would pay for the hosting <laughs> Just putting that out there It'd Pay for one night with a medium level prostitute <laughs> At Auburn Midnight Moonlight Gallery Moonlight, moonlight Gentlemen's <laughs> Yeah, that's Club. the one Gallery <laughs> Maybe oh, they'll gallery sponsor episodes. us Maybe they will Instead of people going off and googling the rest of the night, they could write down half of the code we're about to give them. Oh, yeah, that would be really good, considering I was supposed to do that earlier. Mm. That's all right. This is a test. If you've been mm. listening through all this drivel, yeah. then you deserve this code. Yeah, we got a special... So this, this, this is quite a long one, so mm. thank you for sticking around. Yeah, we've got a special <laughs> treat for you. That's what listener. you always say. We've got a special treat for the listeners. We have a, uh, a code for... Tales from the Borderlands, the new Telltale Borderlands series. It is the whole season. So this will get you the whole season of Tales from the Borderlands. On Steam, yeah. It's a Steam code. So if you're into that, which you probably are if you listen to this, uh, you know, this will get it. I'm going to give half the code now. And then later in the week, we're going to give the other half on Twitter. So the reason for that being we prefer someone who actually listens to the show get the game. So um, I'm hoping people will get this bit of the code and then know to look out for the other bit. If they don't have Twitter, can we put it on the Facebook too? Yeah, all right, sure. We'll do it at both at the same time. So it'll, it'll be first in best dressed. Like literally, this is there's one code that we've got, and once it's redeemed, it's done. So best of luck to you all. Um, the code is actually in three sections. I will give out the second two sections now, and then later in the week, the first section will be revealed on Facebook and Twitter. So get your pens or keyboards ready. 
The second section of the code is 4AMXA. And in the third section, so it's a dash in between, 3EJX2. So I'll repeat that in totality. This is riveting listening. 4AMXA-3EJX2. So that is the last part of the code. And later in the week, we will give out the first five letters of the code. So you can redeem it on Steam. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.